Welcome everyone to The Bullish Entrepreneur, episode two. Episode two, guys. Of our podcast. Thank you for tuning in. And for all our people listening to our podcast, be sure to check out The Bullish Entrepreneur YouTube channel for all our latest content. Yes, sir. What are we talking about today? We mentioned in our last episode about yeah. building an entrepreneurial journey, right? And being able to find different ways of making income. Whether these streams of income are built online, which mm-hmm. is the main factor, right? Where you don't have to open up a whole business yeah. and, and a retail location. You now can run this business straight from your phone, mm-hmm. even on Instagram, digital Facebook, convenience. the digital convenience, yeah. right? And the three main topics that we're going to be talking about today are discipline, behaviors, and building relationships and networks. Before you can go out and affect other people and help other people, you need to learn how to help yourself yeah. and how to be disciplined from the inside out. If you can't handle things on your own, right, and manage you getting to work on time, doing simple, small tasks, getting your bed done, cleaning up, you know, the house, getting some chores done. Yeah. If you can't get these things done, how do you expect to build a business, even if it's online from the convenience of your own home? Mm -hmm. So that's really what we want to hone in on this podcast and talk about. It's basically those small things that get you in a rhythmic uh, routine that allows you to then have a plan moving forward. So you're not basically going every day haphazardly or you know <laughs> exactly. nonchalantly letting things just pass you by it helps you hold yourself accountable yeah and that's something accountability is a huge piece that we're going to be talking about and as abdul said you know we're talking about building a plan having that discipline having that plan that blueprint you can work with that allows you to basically become an entrepreneur that is working towards something versus a entrepreneur who says mm-hmm. they want to do something and don't get anything done we're going to dive right into the podcast and go in depth on how to build these behaviors, disciplines, and relationships, right? The key to building relationships and networks. Mm -hmm. We're gonna dive right into it and give you the details. Hope you guys enjoy it. Thank you again for tuning in. Going right into it, Abdul, we have discipline, behaviors, and networking, right? Building relationships like we spoke about. Yeah. So one of the main things that we're going to start off with is discipline. You can't build networks and social groups without having to discipline yourself, mm-hmm. right? If you're trying to network with other people who have their own businesses or who are trying to build their own businesses, most of the time, these are people who have their lives in check, yeah. right? And we don't mean by they don't have any problems or you know their lives are perfect. Nobody's life is perfect. Yeah. There's one thing that really links all people who are successful and that has to do with your discipline. Yeah. If you're somebody that's working a nine to five, one of the main things that you're worrying about is waking up on time having enough sleep the yeah. night before and then the traffic beating the traffic to get to work mm-hmm. and then hoping that you get to work on time yeah right there's a lot of things that go into that just at the time that you wake up that's where it really starts mm-hmm. because let's say you have a shift at 9 a.m and you wake up at 8 30 mm-hmm. you're not gonna give yourself enough time for there to be traffic and then you still be early on time to work mm-hmm. um or accidents to occur mm-hmm. you know you normally message your boss and like hey i'm gonna be a few minutes i'm gonna be late. a few minutes late <laughs> because there's a there's a car accident that yeah. happened and then the one thing that your manager if they know what they're talking about you know and they want to help you be better mm-hmm. you know they'll either say okay yeah no problem and then give you a write-up or take note of it to write you up later on mm-hmm. or some leaders that actually know how to manage their businesses will come and tell you, hey, wake up earlier, first of all. Yeah. Leave your house. <laughs> That's definitely happened to me. <laughs> at least two hours before. Yeah. It's happened to me too. Yeah. Actually, what I'm talking about is, is a talk that a manager had with me. Yeah, right? Yeah. When I was working at T-Mobile, he came up to me and he's like, hey, there's always something that's popping up and it's okay. I understand that life happens. Yeah. I was 19 at the time. Mm-hmm. I knew nothing about discipline. Mm-hmm. I'm still learning about my discipline now. And he goes, you know, why don't you leave your house about an hour and a half early? I'm like, why would I leave my house an hour and a half early mm. and get to work 
an hour and a half, an hour before, like yeah. that, my shift starts. No, I'd rather be home doing other things and getting things done because that job required so much of me. And mm-hmm. of course, I didn't really, at that point, I was already getting tired of working mm-hmm. at that company, right? Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to branch out and do my own thing. I had been working there for five years already. Yeah. And on the sixth year, that was the end of it, yeah. right? A lot of things went into the discipline piece when if you don't love what you're doing, mm-hmm. which is another thing about discipline, if you don't love what you're doing, the discipline is not going to be there oh, yeah. no matter how hard you work at it, Yeah. right? And you're never going to start off loving something, but slowly working towards that, you gain some type of respect or love for it. And that Most passion definitely. starts building. Yeah. Right. So like you were saying, it's happened to you before, right? Yeah. I remember, I remember when I was working in retail at Old Navy, uh, there was a time when, you know, I was at school trying to juggle uh, college and work life. Like it was hard for me to make that balance and yeah. have that, that discipline to understand that time management yes, played definitely. a huge role. And it was just like, oh my God, like how do I do this? So there was one time specifically that I could remember where, you know, I was at school, I had the night classes from like six to six to nine, mm-hmm. and I completely forgot that I was scheduled to work <laughs> that day, and I hadn't informed oh, my boss, and yeah. it, it just, I don't know what it was, maybe it was the stress of school at the time in the class, but it just completely slipped my mind, and next thing I know, I get a call, and I'm in the middle of class, and it's my job saying, hey, where are you? You were scheduled to work this ship, and... You know, I was like, oh, my God, man, my bad. You know, I, I completely forgot, you know, and he yeah. was just like, yeah, it's cool. But next time, remember, like, try to try to, you know, make a schedule or you set know, a reminder on your set phone, a reminder on your phone. <laughs> you know, we got technology for a reason. Use it, right? You know, to your use it. Yeah. Like, there's times where things are just going to be out of your control. It's OK. Of course. If you deviate from your plan at times, that's OK. But when you make sure that you can bring it back to what you have originally set for yourself, then at the end of the day, it's you being human, but still sticking to your overall agenda. Correct. And not just, you know, leaving yourself to the mistakes and saying, oh, well, I'll get it next time. Yes, it's good to have that mindset, but have that mindset with the intent on making sure that you stick to your goals and stick to your agenda. Because if you can do that, then you can really hold yourself accountable when you make the statement that, you know, hey, I'm going to get it on the next time or exactly. the next try. So just to kind of give the audience a, a, a tidbit yeah. as to what we're talking about, right? How would you plan out your day the night before? And the example of that would be the night before, I'll go on and say, okay, I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. I'm going to go to the gym and work out for about 30 to 45 minutes. I'm giving myself leeway time in case I wake up at 5.30 and I don't wake up at five on the dot, but I aim for five o'clock. And that's the time I wake up normally. And if I deviate from my plan, even then I'm still waking up at 6 a.m. if I'm an hour late on a day where I deviate from my plan. So I wake up, I go to the gym, I come back to my house and I'm ready to trade around 7 a.m., right? I'm looking at the charts, running through everything that I wanna see for the day, Um, looking at my watch list, and looking at the different currencies and commodities that I'm going to trade. From 7 a.m., I already know that I'm going to be trading until about noon. There's times where I'm done trading the first hour mm-hmm. that I'm done trading, right? And that's great for my discipline that actually it's like it rewards me. If yeah. I'm done trading earlier, I have the rest of my day to do other things. Mm-hmm. And now I can just kind of go with the flow and be spontaneous. Yeah. And, you know what? Let me go kayaking today. Let me go hit the jet ski. Yeah, because you took care of yeah. what needed to be taken care of from the get-go. You had exactly. that plan to check those things off your list. Exactly. So it's like a treat in itself yeah. if you get done with those things early. Mm-hmm. But the whole thing is planning these things out, right? Writing it out. Okay, if I'm going to sleep today, what is it that I want to do tomorrow? And you start off with planning one day ahead the night before you go to sleep and doing all those things, making your bed at a certain time as soon as you wake up. 
you know, working on your side hustle. Yeah. And then, you know, going into work if you have a work shift. Mm -hmm. By this time, by the time you get to your work shift, you've already accomplished most of what you needed to do in the Pretty day. Much. All your errands are done in the morning and now you can go in with a happy attitude and even kill it in your job and do better. Yeah. Right? So not only will these disciplines help you build something outside of your job, but it will make you the best person at your job. Yeah. Because you're the most disciplined. Basically separates you from those who essentially don't have a plan, right? Yeah. Yeah. You, you're not in that position where you feel like you're lost, you're stuck at a crossroad, mm -hmm. you're, you're kind of like, all right, if you do have free time, like you said, that, that that is rewarding for those who do have a plan, you're not saying, oh man, I got all this time now, what do I do? Now you can probe your mind with you know, productive learning tasks, right? Yes. You know, basically allowing yourself to take in significant information that overall is beneficial for you and, you know, leveling up your mindset, right? You don't want to just be a blank canvas and then turn into an abstract painting all of a sudden, right? It's like all over the place, even though, you know, it, it can be beautiful at times, but not when you're really trying to set goals for yourself and overall make something happen that you want specifically, right? Yeah. When it comes to that, when it, when it comes to uh, specifics, you got to have that plan. Why not get up before everyone's awake in the house? Yeah. Right? Don't get up when everybody's already up and now they're expecting things of you, especially if you have a family. It can be tough. And that's who we really want to reach out to is not just the entrepreneurs who are trying to do it or those trying to build a side hustle, but we understand that the majority of people have families mm -hmm. that they need to tend to, kids, you know, that they need to take care of. And yeah. with all this, the discipline can really go out off a straight. I feel like there's necessities now that you have to pay more attention to. Yes. And that's completely understandable. When you, when you make that commitment, that commitment is for life. But mm -hmm. it's also the same case when it comes to a business or something that you're really passionate about that you want to see succeed. You have to make that commitment and that commitment as well is life. But there has to be some sort of management as to why we're talking about the planning um, and making sure that you know what you're going to do the night before, before you go into your, your actual work day. The intention is exactly what you need to have first before you can even make that plan yes. you know me personally i get up in the morning and i make sure that i at least have mm -hmm. something to eat it's 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 recommended of me considering my health condition i have ulcerative colitis so i have to have my mm -hmm. body regulated to a way in which there's things flowing in and out because if i don't it can cause our flare-ups so there's a specific regimen of certain things i gotta eat and certain things i can't eat and that discipline alone plays into everything else that I do in my life. It's right? making you pay attention to the details. Yes, because if I don't, I can have severe consequences. And it's a whole life thing. And it's the same thing with your business, right? You know, each day yes. is a day for opportunity. You don't want to waste time. You don't want to make a day just come and go and you don't, you know, get things accomplished. If you mm -hmm. think that way, things will often pass you by in a way in which you don't even notice at times, That's right? That's true. You'll yeah. wake up with the biggest question mark and you just be like, oh man, what happened? Oh, where did the time go? I mean, right now we're in 2019. We're already towards the end of the year. We've yeah. passed the, the halftime, yeah, right? summer's over. <laughs> that, that's it. So it's crazy that, you know, I feel like the year just started. Mm -hmm. And, you know, because we've stayed so busy and doing a lot of things and working on many things, the year has passed really fast. Yeah. Um, but I think to myself how I was two years ago when the year was almost gone and I was already like, okay, um, this is another year at my job. Yeah. You know, I'm going to keep working here. I'm guessing, you know, next year will be better. I hope it is. Mm. And on the contrary, every year they found a way to cut back on paychecks, right? Mm -hmm. So I was working commission-based. I worked only in sales. That's one of the things that I loved about it was, 
you know, working commission based, you're making money off of the effort that you're putting in. Yeah. You're not getting just paid hourly and you're able to keep this hourly check. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they'll send, they'll pay you hourly, but the hourly is nothing. It's mainly based off of commission. Yeah. And that really taught me about the discipline of showing up on time, being there for my customers, being prepared. Yeah. Right? Being prepared is another big thing that even once you have these small disciplines down packed and you need to now tend to something bigger, Definitely. you always need to be prepared for those situations. To give you guys some homework, I feel like that would be better. Yeah. Write down five things, whether on your phone, on your notes, anything that you want to do. Just write it down on the five things that you want to do and get done tomorrow. Yeah. And just seek to accomplish those things. If you can accomplish five things that you wrote down today, accomplish them tomorrow, then it would just roll off one off the other. Like I mentioned earlier, each day is an opportunity you know, for something to happen great, you know, there yeah. each day is an opportunity for greatness, you know, if you believe it, if you believe it, <laughs> if you believe it, because if you don't believe it, you're not going to find these opportunities. Exactly. You're not going to see the opportunities and people that you meet. <laughs> the queen of soul, Aretha Franklin, she has a song that says, you know, what a day, what a difference a day makes, you know, and if you don't know that song, I suggest you please I'm listen sure they to have it. to know that song. Yeah, I'm pretty sure everybody does, yeah. but you know, some people may not, you never know, I but agree. definitely check it out. The point I'm trying to make is that basically, if you were to make that intent to change your life in a way that's for the better, right? And you say that, you know, I'm going to be intentional in everything I do. I'm not going to leave it up to chance. You know, from that day on, the world has endless possibilities. Now mm-hmm. you're changing your whole mindset, your whole perspective. You're allowing different trains of thought to come into play that can be beneficial for you that you probably didn't notice before because you were too stuck on you know, not having the intent in place from the get go. Yes, exactly. So that that alone is what being intentional. Yeah, being intentional in turn allows you to conduct the discipline that you need to get what you need to get done and maximize, you know, your productivity in a way that is very, in some cases, profitable for your business or, you know, beneficial to you mentally and health wise. Uh, it just it just allows you to become that better person you were meant to be and that in turn is what the bullish mindset people yes. That's exactly what we're trying to get at here yes. all of what we're talking about the discipline everything that we're mentioning is Geared towards that one thing that is the bullish mindset always stepping forward with your best foot and allowing yourself to be better than the day You were before <laughs> you couldn't have said that any more perfect. Yeah, right? it, it was great yeah. And I love the explanation what a difference a day makes yeah. is huge because a day can make all the difference. Mm-hmm. You know, tomorrow can make a huge difference after you watch this video. Yeah. Because we said, write down five things, whether in your notes or on a piece of paper, yep. that you're going to do the next day mm-hmm. and do it. Write it down the night before. Mm-hmm. So once you write those five things down the night before and you accomplish them the next day, that one day made all the difference because you hadn't been doing those five things the previous days mm-hmm. or the previous years. Yeah, maybe never in your life, <laughs> right? You just you, you do small disciplines which you may consider a discipline. But it's not really a discipline. It's just things that you naturally do. Yeah. So find five things that you don't normally do and include it into your routine. So now that we talked about, you know, the intention and the discipline and, you know, the list of five things that you should write down now that you can hope to accomplish or should accomplish and will accomplish, you know, the (laughs) next day. Now we're going to get into the behaviors and how you can apply that intentional aspect of your discipline into your actions that you want to help cultivate and harness so that you can get those things on your list done. And you know, the behaviors for me, it's easier to understand what you're doing versus what you're not doing when you go back and what? Make another list, right? When you're able to see it, it allows you to keep yourself, you know, in a state where you're really holding yourself accountable. Why? Because 
you're seeing what you can do. So what you're currently doing what right you're now. Currently what doing. are your current disciplines yeah. and current behaviors? Yeah. What yes. you hope to accomplish after realizing that, hey, these things that I'm doing now, I could probably improve on and allow me to become a better person, have a better mindset. So that's something that's very encouraging to, to know when you actually can understand what it is that you need work on. Because mm-hmm. if you constantly tell yourself, right, I know I have bad habits, <laughs> you know, I know people have mentioned to me that certain things that I do are not cool or, you know, c- certain things I can, you know, kind of like work on. Yeah. But if you never actually sit down with yourself and like look yourself in the mirror, <laughs> talk it out Huge or, thing. you know, write it down on your mirror, write it down on your notes or whatever the case may be. Those things, like we mentioned earlier, would just stay in the cloud. And you don't want that. You don't want to be sitting in limbo on how to improve yourself. You want to make sure that, you know, you can see what you need to fix and fix it, right? Immediately. Immediately. Like, you know, entrepreneurs, like we mentioned earlier, are are doers by nature. So they got to get these things done. I've done it. I'm sure you have as well. You sit down and, you know, you kind of just list out the things that you want to improve on. The most gratifying feeling is knowing that no matter how long it takes, you can finally check that one bad habit off Yes, and understand exactly. that it's replaced with something else. And you're like, man, now I'm making progress, you know? Like, exactly, yeah. And I hear you on that, right? Because I, as I told you before, you know, I've gone through my life really with the only discipline I had to do was show up to work on time. Yeah. And obviously I had school as well. I was a full-time student at the University of Miami. You know, managing a full-time job and full-time student was something that I, I consider probably one of the hardest things I've ever it's had to tough. do. It's, really it, tough. it's hard to manage the time. And the, that's the one thing I learned is living so long, even with that minimal discipline that I had, just didn't cut it in trying to run my business as a trader mm-hmm. and trying to obviously build up the bullish entrepreneur, right? We had to build up a lot of disciplines yeah. and behaviors to get these things done. But one thing that I experienced when I was 21, right, is the legal drinking age yeah. <laughs> where I, I didn't really drink much before mm-hmm. when I was younger. So when I was able to go out and drink legally, it's a new behavior that came on. I mm-hmm. hated beer and all of a sudden I was drinking beer at every given opportunity. Yeah. Every time we were at a restaurant, we were at a game, if I was fishing, like anything was just an excuse to bring up beer, right? Yeah. And I wasn't an alcoholic or anything, mm-hmm. like nowhere near close. It was but just casual. It was just casual yeah. beer drinking, but I realized it was helping, it was making me gain weight. It was um, throwing my mood off. My digestion was, was completely off in terms of how I was able to eat and consume other foods. And we're not here to give you a, a fitness lecture, yeah. <laughs> right? But it's just, I, I slowly started cutting it out. Now I may have a beer every month maybe mm-hmm. once a month at like a family barbecue or something but i don't drink it as consistently as i did before mm-hmm. because i realized it was something that changed a lot of of who i was mm-hmm. my perspective um my mentality my disciplines yep. it made me kind of ignore those disciplines we live in miami yeah right so this is like the party central all yeah. of my friends i can tell you about 95 percent of my friends drink to this day at least every other weekend mm. And the majority of those drink every weekend. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with drinking. Just everything has to be done in moderation. Exactly. Same like junk food. Like, yeah, you can eat junk food. There's nothing wrong with it. It's unhealthy. Yeah. But if you eat junk food every day... You're going to be too sluggish. You're going to be too sluggish. You're not giving your body the energy and proteins it needs to give your mind the way it needs to work. If you're not drinking enough water... Mm-hmm. You know, water is like the oil of a car, yeah. right? But in your body, it needs to, a water needs to flow through every one of your organs mm-hmm. to keep them running smoothly, including your brain, mm-hmm. your motor functions, everything else. So if you're not eating right, you're not drinking enough water, you're not doing some of these basic disciplines, which are the behaviors at this point, yep. right? You're not going to succeed as good as you want to or as fast as you want to. 
you can still get things done and, and ultimately thrive. Some people may say, okay, what if I start eating healthier and doing all these things? It's harder because they have to meal prep. Mm -hmm. And what is meal prepping? Doing something the day before yep. so you can prepare for your week, Discipline. right? Discipline. So those behaviors just have to do with you disciplining yourself and committing these behaviors so that you can feel better. And you know that's just facts yeah. that people will feel better if they're drinking enough water, if they're eating healthier, you're going to feel better. That's science. And you should track your progress and what you're doing daily and how you're feeling. You know, keep a journal at hand. It's mm -hmm. something that I do is I journal how I feel every single day that I'm trading as well as how I'm feeling in terms of my body, what my thoughts are for that day. Mm -hmm. And it took a while to get to that point. I bought the journal and for a year it sat in my office yeah. <laughs> for a year. So I'm not here to tell you like, oh, we're, we're these gurus and you know, somebody who's figured no, it out. We're, we're far from it. Ourselves. We're far from it. But yeah. that's the only way that we can help you understand that you can make a change because we're two guys here from Miami that are still trying to make that change mm -hmm. and become better. Although we have a great uphold on our entrepreneurship, we go through the same mental struggles and mental health is a huge thing nowadays yeah. that was once considered taboo. And now people are starting to understand that, hey, you know, mental health is very real. Yeah. It's something that can really drive you down a bad path if you don't know how to control it or change these behaviors mm -hmm. that are controlling your daily lives. Habits are behaviors, right? And if you can't break out of these old bad habits, then you're going to stay stuck in them in what's called the rat race. Yeah. <laughs> like everybody else, the majority of the population. And you don't want to be in the same category as everybody else. You want to stand out, right? You want to at least have control over your well-being. You don't yeah. want to leave it in someone else's hands. And ultimately, that's what we're trying to do with the Bullish Entrepreneur. We're trying mm -hmm. to give you guidelines, provide you tips and tricks, information that is needed for you to be able to take control and understand that, you know, being the hand above a situation is a lot better than being the hand under a situation. Yes. Why? Because taking handouts is not always the best thing. And, you know, going based off of what you just said, Abdul, yeah. it's crazy because, you know, I like to compare what everybody likes in the sports world, Ronaldo and Messi. Yeah. Right? Lionel Messi, Cristiano <laughs> Ronaldo. Ultimate the ultimate comparison. <laughs> and I'll tell you what really has set these guys apart. For our ladies who are watching right now, you may not know the comparison. Trust me, based on how we break it down right now, we're going to make it crystal clear for you. <laughs> so Lionel Messi is a soccer player uh -huh. that plays for Barcelona mm -hmm. and his international team is Argentina. And then we have Ronaldo, right, who plays for Real Madrid, the soccer team in Spain, but he's from Portugal, so his international team is with Portugal. Mm -hmm. And now the difference between these two guys has been debated, right? It's who's better? And the difference between the two is that we clearly see it now today is that Messi has always been a talented player. He's been playing since the age of 17, I think, professionally mm. for Barcelona. Yes. And, and he's always showed out, right? He's always had that talent. and The little wizard. <laughs> yes, the wizard. Like, he's done magical things yeah, on the yeah. field that just make you question how it's even humanly possible, mm -hmm. right? But then as the time ages and goes on, you start seeing that Ronaldo was never that talented player. Mm -hmm. And he mentions that he was never talented as, as, a, young, as a young player. But the one thing that pushed him forward was that he always kept working on his craft. Mm -hmm. So here you have Messi who, let's say, was given a silver platter. Not in the sense that he didn't have to work as hard. No, mm -hmm. he probably had to work just as hard to get onto the team. But he had a God-given talent, yeah. if you want to say. Or he was a born talent, mm -hmm. right? Where he didn't have to work out as much as Ronaldo and still be able to put out almost the same effect that Ronaldo was, if not better. Mm -hmm. Because Cristiano Ronaldo didn't really step into his zone until a few years ago. Mm -hmm. I would say four or five years ago, yeah. where he was now starting to take those championships over. So they reached an age limit where now talent was being depreciated by somebody who's just working harder. Mm -hmm. And that's what really separates these players today and what makes Ronaldo 
the player he is today. I consider him, in my opinion, the greatest player of all time. Not only because he has more Ballon d'Ors, mm. which are the MVPs of the soccer league. He has more of those than Messi. He also has more international titles with mm. his, his inter- even though it's like one more or two more. Yeah. He still has more international titles than Messi. And in the Champions League, he has double the amount of Champions League titles that Messi has. Yes, and you true. can credit that all to his hard work. Mm. He wasn't given this talent, but he worked hard at it and made sure that he can be as good as somebody who was given that talent and mm-hmm. didn't work as hard for it. Mm-hmm. And eventually, Ronaldo surpassed Messi because as he aged, he kept on working. Mm-hmm. And Messi kind of took a step back. Yeah. And now you see in both of their plays who is the better player, yeah. right? And who has the most titles of them all. Mm-hmm. And because he's worked his way up to get there. And I feel like that's something that everybody needs to understand is forget about your crowd. Forget about everybody around you who you feel is doing better than you or who you feel has an advantage over you. None of that matters. Drop that. Yeah. Just focus on you. Start off with writing the five things of your disciplines, right, that you want to get done. Five behaviors that you want to get rid of, right? Write the five behaviors that you are doing right now that you do not like, yeah. that you question yourself when you go to bed. Should I be doing this? Should I not be doing this? Make it so that you write those things down and you get rid of those behaviors, even if it takes you a year to do. Yeah. It's all a step-by-step process, right? You know, you got to make sure you put that effort in. Mm-hmm. Make sure you work as hard as you can, not as hard as you want. Because if you make sure you work as hard as you can, you will continuously exceed your own limits. And that yes. alone will allow you to become the better person that you're always meant to be. The yes. better bullish entrepreneur you're always meant to be. You know, it, it's just kind of just understanding what you need to work on, making sure you're getting it done, and then reaping the benefits afterwards. That's that's simply all it takes. And, you know, it's, it's going to take some time. It's really going to take some time. But have that dedication, have that intention, work on that discipline. And I hear you on that, right? It's all about having that bullish mindset, mm-hmm. bullish heart, and bullish drive yeah. to keep on pushing even when you don't feel like doing it. Mm-hmm. Because let's be very honest. I can tell you that in this week alone, I've gotten up from my bed in the morning not feeling like doing a thing. Yeah. And it just happens, right? Where I grind for so hard for, let's say, a month. Mm-hmm. And then I just get that one week where I crash. Yeah. And I don't feel like doing anything. But I've, I've gotten up even then. And yeah, maybe I didn't accomplish all the tasks that I wanted. But you did something. But I did something. Yeah, I got yeah. at least one or two of those, those tasks yeah. done. And I thought to myself, risk to reward. Mm-hmm. I've had a great month. You know, that's fine. I'll take this week. Maybe my body's telling me and mm-hmm. listening to my body's mm-hmm. telling me that I need to calm down. I need to relax. I need to take a step back. And I did, you know, still got some work done. Just didn't follow everything to the T and that's okay. Yeah. But I know that I'm always going to be right on track and I'm going to be able to bring myself back on track. And as long as you're able to do that mentally then I feel like you're going to accomplish anything you put your mind to. And it's crazy. You know what would be a great way to do those things? You know, surrounding yourself with a great group of people who help motivate you and allow you to become that person that you feel comfortable with. You know, having that network, and that's actually going to be our next topic that we're going to talk about. So we first talked about, you know, the discipline, Mm -hmm. the intent that it takes to make that plan to start doing something and becoming a better person, a better uh, entrepreneur. Then... We talked about the behaviors just now. Now we're going to go right into, you know, the network of people, your support system that helps you bring all that together because you can't do it all by yourself. That's mm-hmm. that's the toughest thing. And me yeah. personally, I had a hard time understanding that. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. You know from firsthand, being that we've known each other for so long, yeah. I've always kind of been like that solo dolo person. Yeah. I got people calling me Batman all the time. <laughs> yes, all right, I might be Bruce Wayne. The, the, the lone wolf. The lone wolf, right? Yeah, but... 
after a while, you kind of like sit back and you think, and you're like, none of the greatest people that come to mind did it by themselves. Or, no one did. Or, you know, like any anything that is super fantastic, anything that you can think of from technology to amazing books to, you know, I don't know, music and, and anything. It was all a group effort. It started with an idea and then that, that idea was cultivated and then put forth into action Correct. by a group of minds. Even if one person took the credit for exactly. it. Exactly. Right? It, there's a bigger... Piece behind it, of course, right? A bigger support group in the back who, mm-hmm. who actually help get that accomplished. Mm-hmm. Relationships have to do with anybody that you're dealing with, yeah. From family to spouses to business partners, friends, yeah. You know, building relationships is something that I feel a lot of people have struggles with today, yeah. And a lot of it we can credit to social media. Yeah. Right, social media kind of distancing people from themselves. Everybody's stuck on their phone, super yeah. antisocial. People just want to text yeah. and just comment, like, and it's like, cool, I kept in check with you. Next thing you know, five years pass, and you're like, wow, I haven't actually seen this person in five years. <laughs> We've just been talking on social media the yeah. whole time, right? Yeah. And, and things like that will never let you get into knowing that person. It mm-hmm. will never let you understand the opportunities before you. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not able to share what you provide and what they can provide to the yeah. table. Right, because that's what it is. Every relationship should be a win-win. Yeah. Right. It it should be a win-win. If you're selling something to your customer, your customer should be winning. You should be winning. Yep. No one's scamming another person. No one's getting one up on another person. Exactly. Same thing with a friendship. Mm-hmm. Right. If if we're friends, right. I'm giving. You're giving also back. Exactly. And I'm not expecting while I'm giving. That's another thing. When mm-hmm. you give, don't expect to receive something mm-hmm. back. But when you do, you be grateful for yeah, it. Of course. Right. You're grateful for this because you understand that. You know, not everybody is is willing to give a piece of themselves. Mm -hmm. And vulnerability is a huge piece of that, right? If you're not willing to be vulnerable, then good luck building any relationship with anybody. (laughs) Family, friends, nobody. It's not going to work. You need to be vulnerable. What do we mean by being vulnerable? I tell Abdul a lot of the things that are dearest to me, closest to me, the the thoughts that haunt me, the, the, you know, the demons in my head. I also talk to my girlfriend, like she's a great support system. Abdul's been my best friend since fourth grade, like you know, we have this great support system yeah. around each other where we can all talk and be as vulnerable as we want. Some of the deepest, darkest secrets we talk to each other about that haunt us and that bother us. And only then can we grow from it mm-hmm. and learn how to really become better people. Yeah. Right. And in your future decisions, you now have been vulnerable. You've let the world know. It's kind of like Eight Mile, right? Yeah. The movie Eight Mile, Eminem. My favorite line <laughs> from that is when he tells everybody who's about to diss him and the audience what he's about. He's mm-hmm. vulnerable. He says, this is what I am. This is where I live. This is how poor I am. He, he lets it all out. And then he hands the mic and says, now tell these people something they don't know about me. Mm-hmm. That's strength. Yeah. That vulnerability now turned from something that was weak, something that he was scared people were going to bring up about him. He now was vulnerable. He brought it to the table first. And because of that, that now became his strength. What yeah. was a weakness mm-hmm. became his strength. Because he has the control now. He has the control. They can't hold anything over him at this yes. point. He's not... A puppet and Geppetto sitting there playing with the strings anymore. Now he's the one controlling the scenario. He, yes. And that's simply the message in that movie, in that scene specifically, yeah. because a lot of people have a hard time opening up. Me personally, oh my God. Like, to be honest, when I think about who I was a few years back and to who I am now, mm-hmm. I would say my level of vulnerability on a scale of one to 10, I would say has skyrocketed. Why? Because I was, I was a closed vault. Like, I, I didn't let people in for anything. Like, yeah. it, it was, like, my ultimate security. Like, I felt like had I opened myself up to someone, 
you know, it would allow them to then have something over me and then control me in a way. And I yes. didn't want that. I wanted to have all the control. <laughs> yeah. But not realizing that I wasn't really in control in the first place. Why? Because those fears, those emotions were controlling <laughs> me from the jump. Oh, so man. it's like it's light bulb. Like, yeah. It was like bing, like, oh my God, like, oh man, like you gotta you gotta realize these things, right? Yeah. And you gotta understand that being vulnerable can become your strength, like you said, mm-hmm. um, for for B Rabbit or Eminem's character in Eight Mile. <laughs> you know, it, it, it allows you to then feel alleviated. You don't feel trapped by your own skeletons in your closet anymore, yeah. right? You you feel you feel, you know, relieved that you can finally say those things that were haunting you, allow them to come out and then be able to breathe in a sense, right? Like yeah. you don't feel suffocated mm-hmm. by those thoughts anymore. And that in turn allows you to create those relationships that are essentially your anchor in some cases, your support group, your <laughs> yes. supporting cast. And they hold you accountable and for your hold, actions as well. Exactly. Disciplines behaviors. Because they know how you think in a sense now. Because mm-hmm. they know that you can be this person that you want to be, that you hope to be. And they understand that, you know, this is what it's going to take for you to get there. Even yeah. if you don't see it right off the bat. And the way I feel about that is, you know, letting the audience know about ourselves and building our inner circle, mm-hmm. right? Like currently in my inner circle, I have about three people. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want so you guys yeah. to think that we have this huge network of people that we yeah. can do business with mm-hmm. and that we're able to like reach out to any of them at any time. But what did I talk to you about when we first started trading about two years ago? It was all about understanding what the mind was about and how you're going to have to rectify basically those fears that you have within yourself. Trading is going to bring that out of, out of you naturally. Yeah. You're so highly anticipating all these all these doubts and fears because mm-hmm. why you're dealing with your mo- your own money exactly. and that was the first thing that you told me and i was like all right i hear you but when i really started dabbling into it it was just like oh man now this is hitting full circle exactly and and what it really opened your mind with that right it happened with a few other people yeah right i, I opened up a group chat and i reached out to 10 people that i knew mm-hmm. who might be interested in doing the same thing i'm doing but I, I told them that, hey, listen, even if you don't stick to trading, you know, something that I loved and wanted to keep pursuing, but I was like, even if you don't stick to trading, I want to keep this group chat open. That way we can all help each other out as we seek our own entrepreneurial journeys because mm-hmm. everybody was kind of working on their own side hustle. Yeah. And, you know, I said in the future, this is a group of investors you have here. Yeah. Right? right now we may not be anything, mm-hmm. but in a few years or even let's say 10, 20 years, we may be great in our fields and masters in what we do. Mm-hmm. And that can help us if you come up with a business opportunity. You know, you don't have to seek out strangers as investors. Yep. You have a group of people who have worked with you for many years who have their own money and their own funds to not be able to invest in you. And yeah. why do they invest in you? Because they know you. They built this network with you. Yep. And not everybody, this is the, the, the hard truth about it, the ugly truth, is that not everybody's going to stick to your circle. From those 10 people, we're back down to three. Yeah. And that's okay. Like, that's fine. You know, you slowly start building your network and quality over quantity. You want to make sure that everybody you're bringing into your network yeah. is going to be providing something to the table. Not necessarily that, you know, they're going to be bringing money in, investments, whatever the case is. It has nothing to do with that. But bringing anything to the table, Mm -hmm. a a positive mindset, right? Where when somebody is negative or you yourself are being negative, that person's able to step in now and and hold us accountable. Hey, guys, snap out of it. Let's be positive. Let's work towards a solution. Mm -hmm. And then maybe that other person in the group who, you know, makes sure that nobody slacks off. So while we're slacking and not holding each other accountable, hey, make sure we're getting our tasks done. Mm-hmm. You said that we were going to get this done. Mm-hmm. You know, it's something that I tell Abdul. I tell him what my goals are. He tells me what his goals are. I check in with him on his goals. Yeah. Hey, 
how are these things going? Have I you started working on yep. it? I text him, hey, have you doing this? And he texts me, hey, have you started editing the videos? Have you sifted through the audio? Have you done this? Have you done that? Have you gone to the gym? Yeah. Which I've slacked the past two weeks. <laughs> and, I, and you know, I, I replied to him. And as I'm replying, I feel bad. That's a good thing. Yeah. That's not a bad thing. Don't avoid it. I said, yeah, you know what, man? I slacked. But I'm going to try to get into it ASAP. Mm -hmm. And that's it. You know, being vulnerable is going to be that key. And don't be afraid of worrying about what other people are thinking about you. Oh. That's another huge thing is... You want to be yourself. You want to be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And you're listening to us right now. I'm like, you know what, man? I try to be these things. But people take advantage. Yeah. People are mean. People take me for granted. Yeah. You know, these are things that, that you feel. And that's okay as well. And recognizing these people in your group early on when they show you their true colors yeah. is something that's going to help you weed out the bad apples. Yeah, pretty much. You know, it's those quote-unquote toxic relationships or stagnant relationships that yes. don't help you grow essentially there's something i really cherish which is insight right positive yes. insight that helps me in turn you know change my own perspective in a way that is very beneficial for me you know i i can't do that on my own i can't sit back and kind of just play with my own rubik's cube that is my mind and try to figure out the colors and make it all even without <laughs> me personally talking to somebody else because you know even though the game is meant for one i feel like for me it would be beneficial if i say i start on it i give it a break and I say, hey, tell me what you see, Bungar. Like, how am I doing this? Like, is there something I'm doing wrong? Is there yeah. something I'm missing? Is there something I'm missing? Yeah, like, because you tend to see, like, yourself focusing on certain things for so long. You get in, like, this tunnel vision. And then everything else starts to get blurred. You start to see yeah. the same things over and over and over again. And you just need to talk to somebody and, and get it out. And that's all it is. That's all it is. You just need to talk to somebody, get it out, understand what you're not seeing change the perspective a little bit, see how you can think about mm -hmm. a certain situation a bit differently. Definitely. You know, it allows you to then, you know, figure out a solution that works best. And yes. having those core people around you, like 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 we mentioned countless times before, throughout this conversation, is it's just key. It allows you to become a person who is transparent, one who is able to express themselves confidently, yes. free of judgment, you know, and, and just be comfortable in your own skin because that in itself is one of the hardest things for most people to accomplish. There's yes. so many people that struggle today with that. Like you said, mental health is a, a real thing. It's not taboo. It's not pseudoscience. It's actually truth. And a lot of that is attributed to the fact that most people are not comfortable in their own skin. Yeah. They don't have that support system to tell them that, hey, it's okay. You're exactly. all right. You're great. You're loved. You're blessed. Be humble. Like all these things that you can get from your supportive cast that some people don't have mm -hmm. play a pivotal role in life. And you it know, keeps you going. It keeps you going. Yeah. Because this can be a lonely road at times. So thank you all for tuning in to episode two. This has been a lovely podcast. We have, you know, great information in store for you in the future. Just remember, write down the five things you want to get done. Mm -hmm. You know, also write down the five behaviors that you want to make sure you get rid of. And also assess the people around you. Understand the players in your circle, their strengths and weaknesses mm -hmm. and how they pertain to you. You know, it's all about, you know, productive development and perpetual motion, moving forward, putting your best foot forward. That's what the bullish mindset is. And that's what the bullish entrepreneur is all about. We're going to be hosting stories on our Instagram of the questionnaire again, where we want to give away shirts for the bullish entrepreneur for the month of August. So be sure to go on there, ask the best question you can possible. Mm. We're going to choose the five best questions that are relevant to either this episode or what you would like to hear in the next episode. Also feel free to give us feedback, tune into our YouTube channel and give us comments, likes, any feedback that you want to give, whether good or bad, subscribe, right? Don't forget to subscribe. 
Thank you again, guys. Check in for episode three and be sure to follow us at Bullish Entrepreneur on Instagram to tune into our questionnaire and be able to win one of our Bullish Entrepreneur shirts. Don't forget to grab life by the horns and, and live, live like bullish. bullish. Take care, guys.